Laura. Hi. <laughs> Are you excited? Yes. Tell me why you're excited, Laura. We have all the things coming. We have all the things coming. Do you want to tell this lovely audience what hey. things we have coming? Because I am very, very titillated. Well, right can now. I tell you the first thing that's happening? We're yes. going to Bali. We are going to Bali. We're going to go to like the tropical nature beautiful island i'm beautiful. so excited so excited and we are Can't going to wait. be shooting four episodes there which will take us all the way through november well i am in australia and unfortunately we'll be separated again but we get to watch each other every week separated but not in my mind <laughs> we're gonna use our toys and coming up in the new year january 4 through 7 we will be at the avn expo show we have a booth for the, ooh, ooh. the podcast and for me and my merch so you can yes. come and hang out and meet laura and i so come get excited for that it's january 4 through 7 at resorts world in beautiful las vegas so we hope to be able to see you guys there we are going to be having meet and greets live interviews we are going to have merch all the merch that you guys have been yeah. waiting and wanting to see and buy it's going to be available first at the convention and then we're figuring out some new things for the new year as well so stay tuned um and we hope that you guys will join us at the convention. Get ABN your tickets. Show. Get your tickets. Uh, there will be a ticket in all of the descriptions, whether you're watching on YouTube or whether you're listening on an audio platform. Just check the description for where you can get your tickets. We hope to see you there. Yeah. Mwah. Yeah. And I just sat against the door <laughs> because I was like, maybe no one will see me here and not like call the cops. Like, there's this <laughs> Think random crazy. stranger with like, a bag full of shoes sitting outside this empty house. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. I don't know if she's selling shoes. What is she doing? <laughs> what's in the bag? <laughs> Welcome back, one and all. Thank you for listening. If you're new here, this is the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty podcast. And I'm your host, Molly Stewart. We define wholesome a little differently here, and my guests span everywhere from the adult industry to the vanilla side of humanity. If you haven't, please consider subscribing. Word of mouth is what helps this podcast grow. So share with a friend, leave a comment, download an episode, or anything you can to help with the algorithm. I release episodes every Monday, and if you're subscribed, you'll never miss an episode. You don't want to miss out on all the crazy conversations that evolve here. Um, but that's enough from me, and let's get to today's guest. Welcome back to the Totally Wholesome Not Dirty Podcast. I am your host, Molly Stewart, abandoned today by Laura for her work. <laughs> Unbelievable. <sighs> it is, isn't it? Just to just oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a job. I'm gonna go right. make some money. Right? Who needs money? Who needs money? Nobody needs money. You guys don't need money, do you? overrated the audience hugely overrated hugely overrated but i do love laura and she does want to make money and i totally understand that but luckily joining me today i have returning guest eva long who you guys probably remember as my mom from stepsisters and molly stewart xxx yeah. parody always the mom <laughs> always the mom <laughs> You're like, i just want to be the daughter once just <laughs> just once not really but you, pl you play such a good mom you know i embrace it yeah <laughs> You have to. I mean, you you look the part. You have like the the good, caring, like nurturing voice and persona, and you just look like a nice mom. Well, little do you know. <laughs> little do you know what what's like some of the dirtier content that you make for those who don't know. Like as far as like what kind of role do you play with the mom? Like when you play your own or play your own, make your own content, basically. Yes, yeah, stepmom a lot to you know, the stepson or the stepdaughter, 
the ant as well. The ant. The mm-hmm. naughty ant. The, the ant, naughty the, ant. The ant that's just ready to get down, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you, do you shoot more of your own stuff or do you shoot more for companies? My own stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah I really only... I, I, I'm on set for, like, companies, like, hardly ever. Yeah, me too. I, I like working, like kind of your own schedule. I mean, it I mean it's kind of your own schedule when you shoot for mainstream because you can tell them which days that you're free or whatever, but you can't necessarily just rework it as easily right. as well and kind of make sure that it is everything that you want it to be. Right. So, like what kind of content have you been shooting this year because we haven't even seen each other since the last time you were right. here because right. we've right. both been so busy. so busy. <laughs> right. So, pretty... so tell me, mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, darling. <laughs> Why don't you sit on my lap? Don't take the internet away again. <laughs> yeah, so um, pretty much for like mainstream companies, I only do girl girl. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I really only shoot for girlfriends. Alex Cole was saying that she shoots for girlfriends too, and I hadn't really heard of them before she mentioned it to me. But I don't also really like consume a bunch of porn myself. At least not anymore. Because <laughs> your eyes, like, you're like, because it's like you know everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, you're like, oh, Greg. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. I I know you. <laughs> I, right. I like. I like know you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, girlfriend. I mean, you know, girl, girl, porn all the way. You know, kind of a staple mm-hmm. in that genre. Um, and you know, I'm lazy, and they're here in Vegas, and so no, I'm not lazy. I just don't. Like to really, <laughs> you're not lazy. I don't really like to making, travel. If you're making all of your own content, you're not lazy because that's a lot of work. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you do like your own editing and stuff like that as well, or do you have like? No, I have that? I have someone that helps me out and uh, charges very little, and I really uh, I do a lot of solo mm-hmm. for yeah. for my like OnlyFans and stuff like that. So I you know I. Because I'm kind of just, you know, it's this is this is my eighth year in the mm-hmm. industry, and for the past three years, I've really only done girl girl on set, and mm-hmm. then just my own content, and most of it is solos because it's it's easy. I like to be able to control it, and mm-hmm. you know, um, I ask. The guy, you know the because in mainstream you don't get to pick your your performer typically either right, right you can right. have requests but right and there's a huge <clears throat> you know tangent i can go on as well it's just i don't know um the i, I don't I, it's i don't want to say quality i feel like that sounds harsh but i guess that's the only word i can think of the quality of talent that kind of has been out there the past few years has just been not quite where you know in terms of like hygiene and just appearance and things like that it's just like that's why i'm just like more focused on my own stuff i think i haven't um shot that much mainstream i've only i think i've shot like one scene i shot in 2020 and then i shot one scene this year but i don't i haven't really been involved in but some of the people that i talked to seem to be that some companies are trying to get um people who are more famous on like social media right but they have like their content creation stuff so right. it's like you're kind of bringing in a group of people who's maybe either newer to that or so used to doing it on their own that when they're brought like as a celebrity onto set it's kind of like well this is how i do everything all the time so this is just how it yeah. is it's kind of the vibe that i've heard from yeah. some people but i haven't personally experienced that but 
Yeah, I have heard that as well. I've seen that from a distance, not in a scene with someone. Um, but I feel like, you know, in the in the couple of years that everything was kind of shut down, and I think once things started to open back up, I think that I think a lot of the solid, like real business oriented, like take it serious uh, performers weren't necessarily rushing to get back on set. I think they were all yeah. they all found these other. Well, avenues and... it's like having the i was just talking with a friend about this off air but it was it's like um once people realize oh like i don't need the companies as much as i thought i did right it's like yes maybe a large portion of the fan base came from the promotion of that site or the scenes on that site or whatever yeah. but at the end of the day they were a fan of them right so they found it you know viable to be able to kind of like capitalize on their brand rather than like riding off of the mainstream brands right which if you actually care about the job and you care about like earning a living and being able to retire eventually it's like that's a much better move for a lot of people it's kind of the only move yeah like, <laughs> like it's funny because i feel like <laughs> i did i did like and i have nothing against shooting mainstream i really don't i know that you know i've said oh i don't shoot anymore but I, I do shoot and it's fun to shoot and it's good for promotion and it's fun to be on set and it's right. fun to reconnect with people. Right. But I don't feel the need to do it all the time. Right. And then it's more of an enjoyable experience when you do get to be a part of that. But it also helps kind of, I think, show you a better way or alternate ways or just other ideas of how to shoot your own content on your own as yeah. well. So yep. it's still like a valuable option. But it's like wasting all of your day. Not I shouldn't say wasting, but spending all of your day on set. For someone else's production that you get a one-time fee for and then never see anything else out of it. Yeah. When you could have spent all of that time, probably made seven videos that you get to see revenue on for as long as you choose to sell them. Right. Yeah, you it's know? it's 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 a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I think there's always an influx and there's always a lot of young girls that are always, you know, you know, obviously it's saturated you know, mm -hmm. with performers. And I just, I saw that that was really the case, you know, when I would step in to do mainstream, I was like, wow, you know, there's just so many new faces and they're being, especially with girl, girl, it's always the older, younger. So you're being paired with these, these newer performers who like are just so new. Yeah. Very so green. <laughs> very green. And, you know, I don't know if it's the agents or, you know, what the deal is, but they're just, they're not quite preparing these young ladies for, for just yeah. anything, you know, it's just like, keep it, keep it together. But, but yeah, so, so, you know, I think, I think doing your own stuff is just, it's just way better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I feel like um, since the pandemic and stuff, I feel like I've gotten back to more of my roots of camming, which is like camming isn't necessarily for me anymore, but definitely that's how I started in the industry. It's how I was able to get a contract at all. Sorry, it's Laura. Oh. Let's see if she's the working lady. Right. Oh, man. No, she's got to be up at 2.30 a.m. tomorrow for a look, and she's still not done on set, so it's just going to be you and me. Uh, I'm not letting you leave. I'm, <laughs> <Just> I'm trapped. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But she's like, so getting into shooting mainstream was fun after like doing camming and doing everything on my own for so long. But by the time I went in, I already like knew how to shoot my own content. I knew the fan base that I had. I right. knew ways to advertise myself because you have to do that on your own when you're just a cam model. You know, yeah. like how else oh, would yeah. anybody know who you are? Right. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Especially, like, I feel like back then, like, camming wasn't as big of a uh, knowledge. It felt a lot more anonymous and stuff like that. And I think it still is much more, obviously, than porn. Yeah. But, um, but <laughs> now it's kind of like not shooting for mainstream all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm getting back to, like, really creating my own content and, like, nurturing my own brand and, like, making the time to do the things that I want to do. <laughs> and um, and it's kind of cool because it helps me be able to kind of like, I guess, reclaim all the things that I loved about the job and then shift them in a way that kind of changes with who I am now, which is I love it. a lot better. I, I think. love it. Yeah. And I think more people would benefit from being able to do that. I feel like one of the problems, though, is like just time, you know, for a lot of people, because it takes time to build a brand. Yeah. And if you don't have years and years and years to like sit on cam and like, <laughs> go through instagram after instagram and, you know do all that kind of stuff then you need something like an agent or you know a mainstream company to kind of like push that out there yeah. but it's like but then prepare people you know isn't that isn't that kind of like the job of agents or managers or whatever you want to call it in yeah. a way is should be to kind of like not just but I feel like that's how they are. It's like they see whoever is coming at them. And I'm sure this is not all of them. But there's a reason I don't have an agent. It's because of many horror stories that I've heard from other people. Not I'm horror stories. Too. Horror yeah. stories. Yep. So, but like, <laughs> and I'm sure some of them have good intentions and they treat their clients very well. But a majority of what I've heard is it's like, you are a paycheck. Yeah. And it's like, we will give you as much work or as little work as we deem necessary right. you and don't get a say in that and you can't book outside without right. our help because then we don't get a cut it's like oh so if i go outside on my own because you're not getting me the work that i need then, then I... i'm penalized right and then Which what is like what do i have to do yeah and and it's just ridiculous it's like what you should be doing is helping to prepare new talent who typically are young and don't have any idea necessarily about the kind of job that they're getting into or how to be safe in it or how to take care of themselves mentally or physically and all of that kind of stuff when it comes with a job that's using your body constantly. Yeah. Well, how about just looking back at your content and going, I looked, I looked the best I could look. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I'm not talking about necessarily like makeup. I'm talking about like your body and like it's shaving properly and like having your nails done. If you're going to be naked on camera, don't mm -hmm. you want these things to look good? good. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah, no, and they don't care. There it's just there's an there's ten other girls ready yeah. to go, you know? Yeah. It's nice I think, to be able to be selective with yeah. who you work with and it's not like, oh, these people are so bad or this or that, but it's like, but your time when you attribute value to your time, you're kind of like, Well, why is this worth my time to have to deal with someone who doesn't respect what we're doing? Right. Like it's not right. just it's not just a job, it's also sex. Right. There has to be some level of mutual respect involved for both parties who are participating in a sex scene, whether it's work or not. Exactly. And <laughs> like, especially when it's work. Yeah. And you can, right. Especially, <laughs> like, especially then. <laughs> like, and yeah, you, to give a, you know, a good performance, it's like, you know, oh, you, well, you're just acting anyway. Well, hold on a minute. My acting or my performance or however you want to word it is going to be so much better if this person is at least showing that they care about mm -hmm. but also i would also like to say that in many aspects outside of the adult industry many women are acting mm -hmm. okay 
So oh, yeah. it's kind of like, does it matter either way? And not just women. When they all walk. Yeah, all anybody. Walks Some guys fake it. I know I've heard from guys who have said that they've they faked it just to oh, be yeah. like, not offensive. I'm, oh, yeah, I came and just throw away the condom, the empty little condom. <laughs> yeah. there. Like, I came. Oh, let me, so good. Let me get rid of that real quick. I'm going to go jerk off in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get out of here? Oh, don't you just hate it when you have to finish yourself off? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyways, yes. So... But, yeah, I, I've probably shot this year half a dozen times. Half a dozen? You know, on, on a mainstream set. And that's it. So, yeah, I, I, I stopped traveling to L.A. back when, you know. Oh, God, I, things the, were so crazy there. I know many people who have migrated out of L.A., people who said that they would never leave L.A. and they have left L.A. Because, right. You know. They're either here or they're in Florida. Yeah, you know? Texas, some of them. Texas, yeah. some of them. Yep, yep. I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to deal with. I don't know. It's just a. It's a different animal when you go over to LA. It just is. Yeah, it is. It, I can't say that I ever felt necessarily safe in LA. I remember this one time, like, I Ubered to set, and I was a little bit early, but not not that early to call time. Like, I thought like maybe ten. 15 minutes yeah. early and I show up and nobody's there then at first I couldn't get a hold of anyone so yeah. I'm just standing out there like in my clothes holding my bag with like my high heel shoe options sticking out the top of them because <laughs> no one can find shoes in my size and like this is really awkward I'm just like standing outside of an empty house in a neighborhood that I don't know anyone and it wasn't like a horrible neighborhood but the street over wasn't so great. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm just standing there like, do I call an Uber back? Do I walk to a Starbucks? <laughs> like, what do, what I, do I do here? <laughs> I was just like, sit on the step. Like I sat, you know how sometimes you walk up to a house and you have like the entryway that is fully enclosed on three sides. Uh, yeah. The door. yeah. And I just sat against the door <laughs> because I was like, maybe no one will see me here and not like call the cops. Like there's this <laughs> random stranger with like, a bag full of shoes sitting outside this empty <laughs> house. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know if she's selling shoes. What is she doing? What's in the bag? <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, what's, yeah. Have, no. you, have you ever had like uh, any like really horrendous time on set? Like anything that kind of sticks out as like weird or, you know, anything that's kind of just like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, I I shot for this. Um, it's basically it's like a like a MILF thing all over. I forget what they called it now. It was, it was a while back. So, um, I saw, I show up and it's, you know, it's just, it's just an apartment and, you know, they got like a little kitchen area here and everything set up for like, you can tell where they're like shooting and mm -hmm. then there's like the roommate section. Like there's two people, two guys living there and this guy's like shooting everything. Well, he's like, you know, it's gotta be a minute. Cause, um, I'm waiting for some parts for the camera to show up and I'm like, oh. This We're isn't good for parts for of the, the camera, camera to show. show. Like, where, where are the parts? They <laughs> usually stay <laughs> I together. Like, I got the camera. Hey, whatever. He's like, I decided that today I was going to pursue <laughs> my dream of building a camera <laughs> exactly. from scratch. And part of the fun is that you all get to stand here and watch me do it while I waste your time <laughs> exactly. for $600. Right, exactly. For 12 Maybe 15 hours. <laughs> yes. And so this is like second, third year of of being in the industry. And so, and I'm just like, I'm like, no, like, I don't deal with, I like, if something's going wrong and I can tell, I'm just like on the phone with my agent immediately. Yeah. So I'm like on the phone. I'm like, so this is already not good. 
And I think this might have been my second or third day in L.A. And I'm, I'm leaving to drive back to Vegas after this shoot. That's the plan. And I need to leave at, like, a good time. Yeah. It's been established, right? So I'm on the phone with her, and I'm just, like, letting her know. I'm like, look, this is this is what's going on. And if these parts <laughs> don't show up here soon or whatever it is we need to do. So, you know, they talk. Now Now she's talking to him. Blah, blah, blah. So some other camera comes out, you know, out of nowhere. We start shooting. We're doing pics. We're he supposed built to that do, one last Yeah, week. that one was built last week. So we're doing <laughs> pics. Then it's going to be video, right? Yada, yada, yada. So we're going on and on. We're doing it. And we're, we're getting pictures done. And, you know, there's a knock on the door. This part ends up showing up, you know, and he's trying to he's trying to put it together, do whatever he's doing. I don't even know. Uh, of course, it's giving him trouble. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Because now he's been fiddling with this for like an hour and a half, you know. And so I'm like. Just one piece. Just one piece. <laughs> he forgot everything he learned the week before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? I'm gone. Because this is supposed to be, it's supposed to be tons of pictures with like three solos, right? Mm -hmm. We've just gotten to pictures and, you know, there's been no video yet. And who knows what time it is. And I'm, I was ready to leave when I Mm -hmm. showed up, right? So I'm like, I got to go. I'm sorry. This story kind of gets sad now that I'm speaking out loud about it. So, um, David, cue sad music. Right, cue sad music. There, there is there is a death in the family here. Um, so, not in the family, but... Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're working, we're working. This guy's strange. You know, he's constantly going in and out, doing, making weird phone calls, whatever. So I call it, finally. I'm yeah. like, I'm done. Like, you too know, weird. I was too like, this is too weird. Honestly, had I known much about this... Um, you know, I just kind of got booked on the tail end of this, you know, I probably wouldn't have accepted it because mm-hmm. it was kind of nonsense. So I'm like, sorry, man, but I got to go. I'm in a jet. So, you know, we figured out something, you know, payment wise with with my agent and him and they she dealt with it. I'm on my merry way. Needless to say, this guy had been you know, he was a bigger man. He was sweating constantly. It just was like uncomfortable, yeah. just odd behavior. I don't remember this man's name, and may he rest in peace, because the next day, this guy was found dead. What? Yes. Like, he didn't wake up. Like, his roommate, like, tried to wake him up, and he just was, like, he was dead. Oh, my God. So, I get this phone call from my agent, and she's, like, telling me about this, and I'm, like, ah, I'm trying to think back. I'm, like, I wasn't mean to him, right? Like, I didn't, you know, because I'm feeling terrible. Yeah. So, I'm, like, this was just an odd day altogether, and I called it. And I just, I kind of felt weird and strange and bad, but obviously I think this man was struggling with some, yeah, you know, depression and like, like health whatever issues. health issues and whatever was going on. Goodness. But I think, you know, after I started thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? It was just best that like I was out of there and nothing weird, nothing more escalated or he didn't have some kind of problem. Yeah. Like a, a stroke, stroke or something, or something like while, while you're there. there. Like, yeah. Oops. Probably one of the oddest days I've had. And then was very was very wild and very sad and was like, how am I supposed to feel about this? That's crazy. Yeah. So, well, it's a weird segue. Um, But speaking about (laughs) where do you go from this? Speaking about fitness and how it pays to be. Don't do drugs, kids. I'm sorry. (laughs) I see that you post some fitness content as well. Yes, I do. You know, Did I really took on fitness. On your path I did. After that, you were like, "God damn it!" I 
do to not be want healthy. To die in my sleep. I need to live. <laughs> yes, to live on. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What kind of fitness stuff do you do you do? Like, is it like just kind of like keeping healthy, like yoga type stuff, or you, do you do any type of lifting, or what? What's well, kind of your speed? Just to let you know, you're a huge inspiration. Oh, thank you. You really are. You think I'm huge? <laughs> <laughs> For all the haters out there, because I see some of the shitty people out yeah, there. Say people, weird shit. Yeah, people are shitbags everywhere. People they are really shitbags are. when I wasn't muscular too. So it's like, oh no, girl, you're so, like your body's insane. Such thank an inspiration. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't go to the gym. I have my garage is like my gym. Um, and I, Instagram, like, right? There's all these, like, videos. There's, you just, like, search whatever, like, part of your body you want to work. And, like, I found a couple of these females that, like, are just crushing. And they have these videos of, mm -hmm. you know, whatever they're doing. So I use some light weights, not a lot, not nothing, nothing too heavy. I usually use body weight against mm -hmm. my... Yeah, body weight is fantastic. That's that's what I started with. Yep. That's what I've done most of most of my life, and then more intensely. And then I was like, now I need more weight, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, but body weight is awesome, and it's great because you can do it like from home. That's what I did like during the whole pandemic. Yeah, and like I I have a gym membership. I don't actually go that often. It's like I go if I want to, you know just get out of the house for once but i like to work out at home mostly just yeah. like mostly body weight you know some weight for squats and stuff like that right but. yeah like i like yoga but i usually just incorporate that into like stretching and stuff mm -hmm. kind of at the end of my workout and more um i was doing an app for a little while called hit it's like h-i-i-t and you just kind of plug in all your information and you know you say that you're like at home so you're not using equipment and it does the body weight against you and I did that for quite a while and then you just kind of get bored so mm -hmm. you start looking and yeah you know I like to make it something that it's like I think about like I try to keep different pieces of like light equipment that I have because I have a lot of um, home gym stuff from a company called Base Blocks and so it's like little mini bars for like in the house, little parallettes, you know, yeah. a little um, bench thing to do like Nordic curls and, you know, stuff like that. But if I keep those around, then if I'm like sitting down on the couch, like watching something or play, I look at stuff and I'm like, mm, I can do that while I watch this, <laughs> you know, and then I start to feel like, like oh, I should be doing this. It's sitting there on you. <laughs> like, awesome. I don't ever do that. <laughs> As someone who always loves new technology, one question that I have is, why can't tech be cute? But then I discovered Kawaii Lighting, and I realized that it actually can be, and it is, at kawaiilighting.com. These aren't basic ring lights. They stand out. So whether you're looking for RGB to make a statement or want to do something extra cute, like with their cat, heart, or star-shaped lights, kawaiilighting.com has you covered. Get one for yourself. Get one for the cute streamer in your life. Whoever you get one for, use code TWND at checkout or click the affiliate link in the description to let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. Well, that's just what <laughs> but I now I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things is like in the evening, just like put on a show like baking or a comedy special or something. And I just stretch, just yeah. move the little coffee table and just, oh, just yes, stretch. that's helped so much. I haven't been to the chiropractor in over 
a year and a half now that I've been like consistent with stretching. And if I don't stretch, I can I can tell like the next day I'll be sore in areas that I wouldn't normally be that oh, yeah, sore girl. in. And oh, I'm man. an old lady, so <laughs> if I don't stretch, it's I'm like literally like hunched <laughs> over. Like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like my stretching is probably almost as long as my actual workout routine. I think it feels it feels nice though, mm-hmm. like and it and it also is kind of a way a like a very light workout on your body. Like you are stretching the muscles, you're putting them in motion, and it's like and the flexibility and just how good you feel after and like especially the next day, like to wake up in the morning and not oh, yeah. be like <laughs> like crumple. <laughs> I remember there would be some mornings that I would wake up and I I do have scoliosis. I have a weird little neck thing, like no big deal. But I was just I'm always used to having some like varying level yeah. of just back soreness or whatever but some mornings i would wake up and i would not be able to turn my head further than this oh yeah like and i i would have to go to the chiropractor and then i would still be in pain like it helps relieve some of it but it right. doesn't like and then they would always be like make sure you stretch it out afterwards and of course i never would right. I'm, you're like, like okay i don't have time to stretch yeah i have netflix to watch i can't possibly do that at the same time <laughs> like, so dumb and now that i'm getting i'm like you know i'll do something random and like my knee just cracks out of nowhere i was was telling this to laura the other day because i was like i was like am i gonna die am i gonna be fine i can't really tell and then it felt so good afterwards at the same time it's like oh i'm getting i am aging (laughs) oh yeah no that's how i was at first i would be like i do like a really awesome workout and then i I wouldn't stretch and i wake up the next day and Mm -hmm. i was be like you know, one of these yeah. people. And or, so I'm like, like, like when, when you would drink like super heavily and like oh, not drink right. water, right. you know, you'd forget. Or right. like, but you know, when you do that in your 21, you're completely fine. You try that oh, when yeah. you're 30. It's not, <laughs> not okay. Just like, it's like, I want to die. I remember like, I, I swear one of the reasons I quit drinking is that for the first time in my life, I started getting hangovers. Yeah. Like I never really, I was like, a hangover you throw from alcohol i never i've never thrown up you know because my body doesn't do that i've i've trained it you don't and no yeah instead i choose to just excavate it a different way (laughs) 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 so something happens yeah it's just i I just yeah vomit doesn't work with me but um i don't know what i was saying i started thinking about pooping (laughs) (laughs) you're talking about not drinking not drinking not drinking (laughs) But I swear, I started getting hangovers, and I had never had a headache, like, nothing like that. And then I started waking up and actually feeling like shit, and I was like, oh. And like, I remember the first time my man, like, over the phone suggested to me that I might be hungover, and I was like, what? Excuse me? That happens to What'd me? What did you call me? What did you call me? How dare you? <laughs> I do get hangovers. Right. So when was this that this happened? Mm-mm started getting hangovers probably like uh, it would have been yeah early 2020 is when i started getting hangovers okay and it took me a while to quit but then i quit um it's been like two years now so that would be the time job girl thank you yeah i i stopped drinking i think i've been done now for like five years like five years something like that it feels so good like it's it's funny it's nice to hear that actually because i i I say this sometimes but i speak in terms when i speak about drinking like everyone has the problems that i had with (laughs) 
<laughs> right? I'm like, is it not drinking amazing? And people are like, no, it's, it's pretty fun sometimes, you know, in moderation. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, you know, people drink, have fun with it. Cool. I can't. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Man. Sometimes dr- saying that you don't drink is like it's weird. Like people are like saying, "But you don't know how to have fun." I'm like, "No, I have way too much fun." Right. Like, <laughs> like if I was way too much fun for days on end. <laughs> like, if I was in like a normal setting, I would probably admit I do porn over not drinking. Do you know what I mean? Like in a group setting, we're like total normal people. Mm-hmm. Because if you say you don't drink, like sometimes it's like what yeah why you got a problem yeah i, I do <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah I, no it's just like i remember uh, someone asked me they were like so why why did you quit drinking and i was like well because i was an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> oh i was an alcoholic I'm like that's pretty much it like that was <laughs> yeah. what it came down to <laughs> like oh uh, yeah that makes sense but i feel like you know like some people who did have problems with alcohol and this is like nothing against them because i totally get that why they say this but they don't want to admit that it like was a problem it's like oh just like for my health or whatever and it's like i totally get that like right but there's a reason that people do quit whatever that is but i feel like a lot of people aren't open with talking about it because because it's something that's so like prevalent in all of society and it's like that's that's got ads on tv can you imagine like marijuana ads on tv right when <laughs> we need that <laughs> let's get on that can we please that. whoever's listening <laughs> come on cannabative <laughs> right but um but it's it's everywhere like and when i when i was quitting it like it got to the point where i wouldn't go to the store for a while i would just like doordash groceries which on the surface people who maybe don't understand how it is to deal with that sounds like maybe really wasteful or just lazy but it wasn't it's just that when i was alone in my house by myself separated from my boyfriend going through a divorce dealing with depression not going to therapy yet right if i went to the grocery store right at the front of the freaking albertson's right by the yogurt which i love so much and buy every time there's alcohol like just bottles and bottles so many opportunities to fuck up your day oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) and you're just like i could fuck up today let's do it i could fuck it up and i can have yogurt (laughs) and i can have yogurt it'll taste even better with sadness what what alcohol goes good with yogurt (laughs) a nice rosé how about a white club anybody it was hard because i would i would see that or i would like you know that and then there was a few times where i like i quit and then i was like Oh, but I've been I've been good. Like I haven't drank for a month. Like I'll drink now. And it's like, well, that doesn't work either, because then you have a whole another month of like yeah. cycling through the same shit that you were just like detoxing from. You yeah, know, and that's basically yeah. what it is then. It's just like a micro detox. It's yep. not like, oh, I quit. Because if you quit, you quit. If you quit, you're done. <laughs> you have to you, be done. You then. have to be done done. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think I had a problem or I I would say I did have a problem when I was younger because, you know, I I was in the restaurant business a long time. So I bartended and I bartended at like, you know, mom and pop places and stuff like that, where it was like customary to drink with Mm -hmm. the customers. Yeah, Yeah, they would like buy you shots and stuff. So when I was younger, I, you know, I definitely had a problem. And then as I got older and things like that i i completely 
had it under control, I guess, whatever you could say. It wasn't like I was getting drunk all the time kind mm -hmm. of thing. And then it got to the point where I was just having like a couple beers or a couple glasses of wine. And I was like, this is just it's silly. Why, mm -hmm. why even bother? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I have a daughter. And so I was like, you know, I really just alcohol is is very dangerous and mm -hmm. it's so like socially socially acceptable like you're talking about mm -hmm. everywhere you go i feel like every event or social event is you know it's it's it's, it's like well it's a social <laughs> lubricant yeah, and it's, it's like yeah but not always and not usually in a fantastic manner no. and and i'm not like oh alcohol is just the devil and nobody should drink no, no, no. because but 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 the problem is when you try to have kind of open conversations about alcohol, especially as people who may have abused it, you know, and have that experience, you try to explain it to other people. And you can maybe have people who don't want to admit that they also have a problem. Right. So it's like a lash out or just people who are like, well, what, like I can't drink around here? It's like, no, not necessarily. But right. if you couldn't, like, why do you need to drink around me? Right. Is it, do, am I that unbearable to be around? Maybe we shouldn't be friends. <laughs> I don't like, think we should. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. you can drink, I'll smoke, like whatever. It doesn't bother me. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're drinking whiskey right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, it's yeah. not like that. It's just like, I know, especially after being removed from it for a certain time, how good I feel, not on it. How much more reasonable and sound I feel in my mind and right. with myself as a person. Right. Like when I was drinking, it wasn't like, oh, I'm drinking to have a good time. I was drinking to numb everything in my brain. Right. Like I, I, I did didn't want to think about all the horrible thoughts that were in my mind. I didn't want to deal with my depression. I didn't want to deal with all of the mental issues I was having. I didn't want to address any of the trauma. I, I was very happy to just wallow in my pit of whiskey and wine and sit there and bemoan about, you know, how, you know, horrible my life had been and how it would always be horrible and what a piece of shit I was. And you know what that got me? Depression. Depression. So it's not, yeah. and, it, and, it, and I already had depression and all it did was make it like a monster that I didn't think that I could ever defeat. Even the few times I would have some days where I would wake up and feel like shit and then be like, well, I'm not going to drink today. I don't think I should drink anymore. Like last yeah. night, the things I was saying to myself in the mirror weren't that fantastic. Right. Maybe I I should just stop. And then it would just be like, you know, I'd start to get a thought that I didn't like. And I was like, well, I can drown it. And it doesn't, it doesn't work because all it does is it keeps growing while you're just drowning it. It's not like, it's just, oh, it's a whale. You can't drown it just oh, keeps yeah. growing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and thriving off all that until it bursts out in the most horrible ways and you're just like oh i i have actually become the horrible person that i've been dwelling on like thinking yep. that i am like i I, yeah. I have become the monster that i was afraid of i did the same thing and yeah. and once you see that and some people never see it which you know, I'm very surprised I did, and I luckily had a very good support system of people who helped me realize it in a more positive way that helped it to stop. Yeah. But some people don't get that, and it's the hardest thing to, like, look at yourself in the mirror and actually realize all the victimization that you're doing to yourself is you doing it. Because nothing anybody else does can really affect you any more than you let it. Amen. And if you're letting it affect you in that manner, yep. then it is your responsibility and no one else is going to be able to do it for you. No. no one else is going to be able to step in and be like, 
you know, this is how you change it. This is how you feel better. This is how you get ahead. This is how you get through this. Right. You have to want to get through it and try every single day. And it's so fucking hard. The amount of times like that, when I finally did start therapy and got off the phone, I'm just like, oh, I could use a fucking drink. drink. Right? <laughs> and I had quit alcohol before I started therapy. But getting back into therapy, like getting into that and getting into the deepness, like more than the face level of like, let's get to know each other. Once you actually get and they get to know you, it's just re-traumatizing all over again. Right. It wants to send you right back to the same patterns, which is so easy to do. So that's Bravo why I, I you, stayed girl. home and didn't go anywhere for like a year. <laughs> Proud of you, man. It's hard. <laughs> it hard is hard work. Yeah. And it's, and you know, you can, I feel like also with quitting alcohol, it can be difficult. And for anyone who's listening, who's ever thought about it, I encourage you to try it and see the people in your life who support it and the people who don't. Right. Because especially after going through therapy and quitting it. And then looking back at certain situations where I had told people before I quit drinking that I thought that I might have a problem or, you know, I don't know if I like who I am on this. And it's like, oh, that's not you. Or, or they would, or they would support the decision to quit. But as soon as I was ready to relapse, they were there to encourage it. Yikes. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah, you, you, you did this amount of time or you're fine or it's not you. You're not the problem. It's like, I'm not every single problem in my life, but I'm part of it. Right. I'm part of the problem because I'm still continuing on this path and you're not actually showing real support as a friend. Right. It really made me yeah, realize who my real friends are. Yeah, that's an eye opener. Which right is there. like, whoa. Oh, I didn't know alcohol was the only thing keeping us together. Right? Yeah. Shit. It's it's maybe I'm not the only one with a problem. It's it's right. It, it's hard to deal with, but sometimes I don't know. Less is more. Right? You know. Yeah. It's one of those things. My <laughs> I've always heard if you can count the number of friends on your hand that you have, that's enough. It's, it's enough. like it's like anything else. Is kind of like you know. It's it's great to have. But if you have like a core circle of people who you can really depend on and who support you and who will call you out when you're not being your best self, yep. you know, because my my ex would call me out for everything, no matter what I did. It was always bad. And so I went through this, <laughs> went through this like path of life thinking like, oh, I am a piece of shit. I just will be a piece of shit. Like no one cares. No one, you know, whatever. And so that's Honey, the kind of. What's his full name again? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't i'm kidding uh there's like I, and i i feel bad saying that like and it's and i know now like going through it and this is why i talk about these things like i'm sure that there are people who are like oh you're just like airing all your dirty laundry i'm not because i would never say his name even though he gave my name out two stalkers of mine after the divorce and there are I, I i talk about them because i feel like when i was going through these things i didn't think that there was any other person who could relate to what i was going through so i even on small opportunities that i tried to talk about it with people that i thought i could trust it was either used against me or you know you know just discounting everything that i felt or i just didn't have anyone to talk to and talking to him about it didn't help because he was perpetrating it all oh my god but getting through it now and being able to have talked about things with friends and therapy and the podcast and listening to other you know podcasts and listening to other people's journeys and 
you know, just experiences in life, it makes you feel a lot less alone. So maybe these are like uncomfortable things for some people to hear, but you know, just scrub through. You don't, you don't have to listen to it if it makes you uncomfortable. But I think that the more that you talk about those things, then the more people feel a, a connection that they might not have otherwise. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and so I don't hate him as a person. I spent a long time hating him because I was like, you know, in in my mind, and a lot of the problems were, yes, from him. And there was a lot of abuse and things like that. But he also had many things in his life that caused him to be the way that he is. Yeah, abuser. And yeah, I'm sure that there was a lot of things that I did not know, some things that, you know, I came to find out later and all that. And I have forgiven him. And it's not like, but I can still, but the thing is, it's like, if you can't joke about the past, if you can't have a laugh, you're just going to cry. You know what I mean? Like, it's better. It's, you know, like laughing at your demons. It's like, you know, laugh in the face of danger. Ha ha ha. Yeah. (laughs) But it's true. And when you say demons, it's like, I, I, that's how I think of of alcohol. It's like, it's it's called spirits. (laughs) And like, I don't know, for me, like, it might sound crazy, but when i was drinking i mean i felt possessed at a lot of times you know you do i've made some of the worst mistakes or decisions or choices whatever you want to say mm-hmm. in those times where alcohol was such a big part of my life mm-hmm. you know and so it's and it's because you're you know you're depressed you're angry and you're, you're drinking sad, a depressant and you're drinking a depressant and i i just feel like it kind of like and it it just kind of allows darkness it just allows and invites darkness for you. So it does. And it's, and it's a lot harder to be rational as well, of course. So when the darkness is presented, it comes out in the most toxic way possible instead of like having a rational mind and being like, well, this is, I am feeling this way and I need to figure out why, or I need to talk to this person to make it, you know, a more positive outlook or to understand why this is happening. And yep. when whenever have alcohol, it's just rage. It's, it's just it really is. It's just the it's like and I'm sure this is also like I said, not the same for everyone. But it it's kind of like I've heard with people that weed affects some people differently. Some people get very paranoid. Some people don't like the feeling. Some people don't, you know, and they can't do it. And I'm never like we can't can we not hang out? Right. Because like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I smoke. Like, if you don't, if you're not down to like, chill, bro. Like, I mean, no. that kind of speaks for <laughs> weed itself. Honestly, <laughs> because, because by the time you told me that, I'm just like, all right, whatever, whatever, like, whatever you want to do, man. Chat. Like, like, I was, I was saying, um, someone told me that, um, like, Coke, right? Because I've never done it and I have no desire to do it. I've never but they've done it. So I was like, like, what's it like? Right. And they're like, well, it's kind of like it takes down all of your barriers and filters and you just like say all the things you're thinking, whatever. And I was like, oh, for me, that's kind of like weed. <laughs> like, so <laughs> right. I definitely don't need that. I don't need any of that. Get it out of here. <laughs> I'm like, that's why I started smoking weed. It's like I figured right. out how to talk to people. Cause... <laughs> that's hilarious. I know. <laughs> I used to be, like, so nervous of it. So, like, weed was the only thing to, like, slow down. I just have a racy brain, you know what I mean? And it just yeah. goes. And, you know, the only thing that kind of helps me slow down and organize the thoughts and, like, relax, you know? Because that's, that's essentially the thing. I walk around like this, you know what I mean? Like, yep. there's just a lot like, going on. <laughs> make it Let's through. go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I make it, I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love uh, it. I love weed. <laughs> 
Yeah. Good stuff. No, weed, weed is fantastic. We have really some nice little art of it. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> Laura brought that in. Oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I, I wish that more... I wish that more people, I guess, could see the benefit or at least like test. I would just encourage like anybody who's listening, if you are a heavy drinker, like, or even if, yeah, I guess, I guess heavier would be like, if you're like a once a weekend drinker, like you have a big party week yeah. or something like that, I would just encourage you like, don't quit. Just see how long you cannot drink and right. see how you feel. Because I'll tell you within the first two months... I noticed such a change. And by the sixth month, I felt like an entirely new person. And then I got a perspective once I hadn't been drinking for about a year of how long the problem had been going on more than I had realized that there was a problem. Right. Then you reflect. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because it was like maybe this one incident that caused me to really think about it and then be like, okay, done. But until I had the separation from the substance and like had spent all that time away from it and was feeling better and was being more thoughtful and rational and, you know, just mindful in general, mm -hmm. then I could look back at all the time spent before that that kind of built to oh, yeah. that point. Because it's not like, oh, you just suddenly have a problem. It comes from somewhere. It's, a it's slow like burn. a building. But then also that's kinda like therapy. So I encourage you all to go to therapy. I don't know. Go to therapy, <laughs> stop drinking. Get your life in order. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's the biggest thing that I could recommend to anyone. Like no matter what age you are. Like I've heard this from so many people when I have mentioned the idea of like therapy or whatever. Well, I'm too old. No, you're not. Like that that's a fucking quitter's mentality right oh, yeah. there. Like, or are you just ready to die too? Why don't you right? just die? Like, <laughs> like You're done, huh? All right. <laughs> I'm completely done. I am this person forever. And if that's you, then you really need therapy. <laughs> like people if you're are stubborn. Yeah. And it's like, you know, all the things that you have going on in your life, it's hard to talk to with people that you care about, especially if you don't feel like you want to burden them or you just know that they have their own stuff going on. Right. And it's like, it's great to have those people that, of course, you can vent to about things, but having outside perspective on things from someone who you're paying to speak to as a professional who doesn't have an invested uh, kind of like look into your life you know what i mean it's not like right. it's not like your boyfriend it's not your girlfriend it's not your best They're friend who don't want to hurt you necessarily right. or who know that even whatever they say there's something you want to hear right do you right. know what i mean oh yeah and so it's like maybe they know how you are and so they'll just tell you the thing yeah because it's like well i don't want to hurt you and i don't want to push you away from me so sometimes you need somebody else to be like hey this is bullshit. Yeah, they like right know now. you too well. They're like, yeah. I know what she would want to hear in this mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that they do it maliciously. <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, no, no. Just, it's just kind of a thing. Like I've had this with friends who I've talked to, you know, post, you know, divorce and all that. And it's kind of like, yeah, I saw the things. And the couple times I mentioned things that was shut down real quick. So I never brought it up again. And it's just a thing because I still wanted to be in your life. I still wanted to be there right. when you needed me. Right. But you weren't ready for the information that I could have given you anyway. Right. And it's like, no one made me go to therapy. It wasn't like, you need to do this. I was bored and lonely. And I was like, well, I'll try better help. <laughs> like, I need a friend. And then I was like, whoa, there's a lot to unpack here. Better keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can, conf 
you can actually confront things. It's yourself. You're oh almost God. talking to yourself. It's just you are, and then you just it's it's kind of like having a um, little Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, you know, especially on BetterHelp because it's like on the phone is how I did it because I didn't want it to. I didn't want to do in person. I tried that before, and it's just so weird feeling and uncomfortable. It's not like a familiar space, and then they're yeah. always trying to medicate you and shit. And with that, I was like, well, I don't want to be on camera because then it feels like work. I just got a little phone. Yeah. It's so good. I'm like, little chat. It's just yeah. like this little, and it's almost like your little subconscious, like telling you things that you already know, but it's like you're maybe not allowing yourself to like consider, right? And like you know, just it's it's really about tools, and it's not necessarily something that you need forever. Like I'm currently not in it, right. and there may be a time that I feel like I need to go back. Need to go back, but I right. would be totally open to that now based on the experience that I had because I feel like overall it's just about finding tools in your arsenal for all the bad shit that's going to happen to you because you're never going to not have bad shit happen to you. Right. There's always going to be something bad that happens to you right? because that's fucking life so and nothing's perfect and we don't live in paradise. So Right. And if we can just cut down on those things that mm-hmm. help all those bad things just get more traction, mm-hmm. like alcohol, <laughs> you know, like, let's just get rid of those. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The first year that I was that I didn't drink alcohol, I looked in the mirror and I was like. my skin got better my hair started growing again oh yeah like i was like wow i felt like i (laughs) de-aged i completely de-aged i was like what i've had people tell me now right that i look not like necessarily like younger but healthier than i did when i was much younger oh yeah because i've been in the industry almost 10 years now as far as like being naked online and i was like literally the only thing that changed like yes i'm working out more but that's also because i stop drinking right like i didn't have any idea how bad like after it was after the first year it was literally like who what is this like my yeah. skin is good again yeah, i know i looked at <laughs> pictures of myself and i was like i was like whoa i can like skip botox this treatment like i <laughs> what's happening i'm hydrated that's what hydration feels like. No alcohol within 50 feet of the house. Speaking of hydration, Eva, did you know that one stick of liquid IV dissolved in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more effectively than water alone with the help of CTT technology? I did know that. Mm. But I, I, I like that reminder. Thank you. <laughs> so Eva has the uh, green apple probiotic kombucha. It's fabulous. From liquid IV. I didn't know they had one. Honestly, I went online to order some more. I was like, kombucha. And it's actually really, really good. It's fabulous. I was telling Laura, because we tried it the other day, I was like, if you mixed it into like a seltzer water, then it would Ooh. be like an actual kombucha you buy from the store. Absolutely. It'd be awesome. So if you want to experience better hydration today, go to liquidiv.com and use code TWND to save 15% and get free shipping. And, you know, it's really good. I really drink it every day. I, I have no shame in saying that because I drink it every day before they sponsored the podcast. <laughs> so, yes. Like, especially in Vegas and heat, if you work out, if you do anything, if you drink, you're probably dehydrated. Right. If you drink. <laughs> so if you drink and you want to be hydrated and probably, honestly, I will say, as someone who drank excessively, these help with hangovers. <laughs> drink one of these before you go to bed if you're going to drink and you'll feel pretty good the next day. The thing is, is will you remember? Will you remember? I don't know. I used to have sober me prepare things for drunk me before bed so that it was easier and sometimes i would get to them amazing you know like you lay out like your skincare stuff like prominently you're like wash your face wash your face and sometimes i'd wake up and it was washed and sometimes it's like the makeup's all smeared down the side you didn't even wipe it off (laughs) that's the 
thing, though. Like, when I, stop, wash I stop drinking drink. alcohol, I actually wash my makeup off when I go there. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's the de-aging. It's not really the alcohol, but whatever. It's just so we fucking wash it. <laughs> it's that I don't pass out. I actually have a night routine now. <laughs> I do, too. And you can have a morning routine, because when you wake up, you're not hungover. Right. You're <laughs> so like, like, uh. You're like, whoa, I'm taking care of myself for, like, the first time in how long? And why are you? Oh, because I don't drink like a goddamn fish. <laughs> it was so much. I had, I had periods. I was drinking like three bottles of wine a day. I'd have like my whiskey up on the shelf just in case, you know, that wasn't hitting right. Then you could throw some shots in oh, like, yeah, whatever. And it's just like, oh my God, like what? What was I doing? <laughs> and what are, and you know, it's like you're taught. Or I you're like how this whole episode is just about drinking. I know. <laughs> how we shouldn't be drinking. It's like a giant PSA for no alcohol. YouTube, you cannot possibly demonetize this. We are like, no drugs, no cocaine. <laughs> Get out there, kids, and do no. good. <laughs> do good. Drink coffee. It's fine. <laughs> One cup of coffee. One cup. Then liquid don't, IV. Don't be like me. I'm addicted now because I didn't know the truth when I was younger. I started drinking coffee way too young, and yeah, that's a problem. I so. know. But hey, I quit alcohol, so I have coffee. One thing at a time. <laughs> One thing at a time. <laughs> We're making moves here, but I'm getting older. It's getting slow, okay? We got to, like, set little goals. <laughs> it's not so bad, though. Oh, God, I love it. I, love I don't know. Oh, speaking of drinking, so this will be the first sober AVN that I've been to. Oh. Are you planning to go to AVN? Because we were talking before rolling that you were still thinking I'm not, about it. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that you should come do a 15-minute live at, would, the, at the podcast booth. That would for, encourage me to do For it. those who do not know, if you skipped through the beginning ads and intro message, <clears throat> naughty, naughty, Laura and I and the whole podcast crew, possibly even David, are going to be at AVN this year, uh, this coming year, in January, January 2023, is uh, the 4th through the 7th, of, I think it's like a Wednesday through Saturday, yeah. usually. What is it? Resort World? Resort World, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a booth and all that fun stuff, and it should be pretty fun. Yes. I don't know. I hope. I, I'm excited for conventions because I remember it was, like, so much fun, but it's going to be so strange, like, not being wasted. Right? I know. <laughs> it's going to be different. It's crazy. It's like, I'm like, so... I'm like an adult. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm running a booth. So I've, I've, I've always, for AVN, had an agent or been with an agency. Right. So they would, you know, take care of all of like your passes and mm-hmm. the booth and blah, blah, blah. And then they're like scheduling the times and you come and sign and all that stuff. So the agency that I was with dissolved um, like a year and a half ago or so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really didn't need an agent probably for the past four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of a loyalty thing. Enjoyed my enjoyed my agent, that type of thing. So that was that's like weird for me for this avian mm-hmm. because i don't know where to be i don't know what booths would allow me to sell you know mm-hmm. and how much and if that's okay or <clears throat> if i'm just supposed to you know what what i don't know so well, i can put you in touch with some of the people that i know at avian because i had the same thing and i was like because i'm not like the last hmm last you know the year before i was signing at the browser's booth and then every year before that i had you know the mfc table right and all that kind of stuff right. and this year people are Are you going to avian i was like i don't know how to get there <laughs> how do i do it how do i do how it, does it work? Was like yeah who who do i contact to like be at their booth how do i and then i was like i'll just get a booth <laughs> oh, fuck it i'll do it myself <laughs> 
I do my own thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm, like, it's, I'm really excited about it. Um, but it's also like it's a lot. It's a lot to it's a lot to do. Luckily, Laura's guy is donating sound stuff and like staging and lighting, so that's going to be really cool. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it is. It's a it's a lot to do. I have like ten boxes of merch sitting out, like taking up half my living room right now. For it's it. Not oh, how January. exciting! <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you a shirt on the way out because they sent yes. us some extra smalls. Ooh, fun! I didn't. I ordered like. I don't think I ordered any extra smalls, but they're like, we accidentally reprinted uh, uh, seven. It's like seven. That's like a weird number. They're like, is... yeah, you can have them as super discount. And I was like, sure. Okay, All right, like thank my you. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I was like, I was, you know, trying to figure out sizing. I never know like what level of sizing to offer up to. So I feel like I, I put up a poll on my OnlyFans of like kind of basic like. There's only so many slots that you can choose on a poll on right. OnlyFans. And so it kind of stopped at like either XL or 2XL or something. And then I just expected people to like kind of comment their other sizing on the bottom. But some people were like, oh, it's not very inclusive. And I was like, I, I don't know. I just, you can comment if you need bigger sizes. That's totally cool. Like right. I just, I don't want to order like too many of them. That's why I ordered like no smalls pretty much. I ordered like one small for one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then got seven extra smalls. Right. <laughs> That's what I did when I had shirts. I did, you know, like three smalls and then like, a, like you know, 20 medium and then the rest like large extra. And then I went up to 2XL. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I have 2XL, maybe 3XL, but I know I at least got 2XL and I was wearing one extra large the other day on stream and it hung halfway down my thigh. I was like, these are like dresses. They're oh, so yeah. comfortable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like big old dresses. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited for the avian season. So yeah, you know, we'll see. Mm. Just have to make sure we don't get that avian flu. Or is it COVID this time around? Right. <laughs> like, is it is it COVID? Have you gotten COVID? Have you gotten COVID? Not officially that I am aware of. I've never tested positive for it. But I felt like in January of 2020, I got very sick, mm -hmm. and I felt like. It was a possibility that it was COVID. Mm -hmm. But since then? But I'm since then, sure. I've had a couple little, like, I don't feel well. Mm -hmm. um, and so like, I'll I, just stay home. I, I don't just, need to. Home remedy. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big go to the mm -hmm. doctor. I don't like to rely on outsourcing. I usually always just yeah. find my own way. I don't. <laughs> I hate going to the doctor. I yeah. avoid it as, like, much as I can. <laughs> yeah. So I found taking zinc and drinking tonic water which tonic water tastes disgusting so you just add some like oj to it but the just quinine liquid IV. <laughs> or liquid iv sorry <laughs> just kidding. missed opportunities <laughs> <laughs> it will i don't care i'm not even this isn't even about covid but any if you're not feeling well and you just like start taking that one zinc pill some tonic water it will cut your like recovery time in mm. half regardless yeah. of what's going on i have on. some zinc pills but yeah i i do take them when i feel like yeah when you feel me. a little wonky didn't yeah. know about the tonic water though i thought that was just what it was called that was just sparkling water <laughs> i was like this really gross without flavor yeah, no it's but it's actually a tonic good to know <laughs> <laughs> yes how do i not know anything about anything <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a break <laughs> do you have um so do you have content like plans for the new year or do you have like anything kind of like upcoming in the new year for you 
that you're excited about? Well, I just shot yesterday uh, my Halloween content for Ooh, Halloween. So I did. I'm I'm Vampirella. <gasps> I saw that. I saw with, that on your Instagram. Yes. yes, I've done that before. Yes, so good. Super fun. It looks good on you. I like the mirror. Like, thank you. So we so we so I shot at the Artisan. Oh, really? Okay. Which is like. You know the that boutique hotel. Yeah, yeah. Are you familiar the, with MF, it? MFC used to have their MFC model meetup parties there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, AVN did like a Halloween party there, like I don't know, five or six years ago. Cool place, cool rooms. Not anywhere I would recommend staying the night at. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It, it <laughs> looks cool in the lobby, but I've never stayed there because anytime they have the meetup, I lived here, so it was right, like so I no need to, no need to, no need to right. go. But I heard from people it wasn't the most fantastic. Yeah, it's you know it's all art themed, so I had the Michelangelo room, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's all these funky like framed mirrors all over the ceiling and stuff, which is cool. So that's it just cool. has like a cool vibe for sh- for you know shooting. Mm-hmm. photos or video but like like i said i wouldn't stay the night there but <laughs> yeah so i just did that and um oh, halloween's I, like my favorite so i always that's always too. i i go all out that's when i do my best my house would stuff. normally be completely decked in halloween stuff in september yes but since i'm not going to actually be here for halloween i made the mental note to myself to not unbox all of all the, the <laughs> halloween boxes so that i could come home from australia and take it all down to put up christmas and i'm just gonna go straight to christmas and <laughs> just do well <laughs> it'll be the first year i've never decorated you can be like walmart like, <laughs> perfect (laughs) oh halloween is my favorite though i love i love doing like the the costume type stuff i saw um that you also shot with Allie. yes oh i was just gonna bring yes so i actually saw the photos on your page and then um it dawned i was like god these are gorgeous i mean all your photos are always gorgeous thank you and then um she like emailed me or messaged me on instagram or something now i can't remember i think it was instagram yeah and um, on instagram she was just like hey no we have a studio here blah 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 just get, gave me some info and was like it's a free shoot mm-hmm. your first one or whatever so i just signed up and did it and it was a blast great yeah, no. photos and easy they're 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 so fantastic <laughs> so i shot good. there i guess like shortly after you did or maybe it was just like you shot with them while i was in australia because they mentioned you the last time i went to shoot oh with cool them. yeah yeah well we talked about you because <laughs> i was like yes like i saw that, that i was looking at some of her photos and then i like saw like that it was ali murphy and then i put it all together and i was like you know because I'm sure you get it. Like, there's like photographers and all oh, these yeah. different things. That I get those up. all the time. The DMs like, I take photos. How much is your rate? And then you look at them, and they have like 157 followers. Yeah, and no interactions on their posts, and it's just like photographer. And you look at the photos, and you're just like, Are these hmm. taken on an Android? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like. What is your rate to come over to my hotel? I shoot some naked photos of you and then you suck my dick. It's like veiled, veiled that. Yeah. Is what I feel like at that point. I'm like, do you escort? I'm like, honey, don't ask. Right. Man. You don't you want to escort it. $10,000. Right. $10,000 for a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And I bring a team of security with exactly. me as well. See what happens. And you, know. you have to wear a chastity belt. <laughs> you have to wear and I, I get to hold the key. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. So once I saw, I was like, oh, so Molly is like, has shot with these, these ladies. So it's all good. So yeah. So I shot and like your name came up and they were saying how you do a lot of, a lot of content over there with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, no, um, we haven't shot as much recently. They've been, she's been so busy. They have like a new mansion, I guess, in New York area that they've yes. set up as like a full shoot house. They've been doing like renovating just a bunch of other stuff, but I see what they're doing online. It looks amazing. They're killing it. So yeah, they were doing some cool. People that they way. were doing some cool Halloween stuff and I was mm-hmm. tempted, but. Yeah, I did cool Halloween stuff with them last year. Yeah, I don't plan out stuff like this next year, like because you were asking me about that i don't really i don't know i just like go with the flow of whatever and mm-hmm. like um i have like a family life and stuff so i try to one of just... the benefits of making your own content primarily right. right and so i'll try to like stockpile some stuff and then you know i just i get inspired i kind of work best on the fly like just mm-hmm. like oh i have this idea or oh i have time all of a sudden <laughs> the house is to myself or whatever it may be and then i'll just like do whatever no, my my problem is over planning. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like we just shot um Cruella recently, and um, I planned that like three months ago. That I've had like all of the stuff for it, like sitting in the closet, like prepared <laughs> yes. for the time. Like, awesome. <laughs> or like the fact that I have all the birds for and already like sitting Singing. outside, taking up all the room in my house. <laughs> like, I'm like so over prepared that I get like stressed out by like I'll get like things through and like varying levels of completion and then be stressed out that the time has not yet come to do them and so they're just languishing there while yeah. i'm being lazy <laughs> like are you not doing 50 other things yeah. today you're <laughs> fine just take it easy on yourself <laughs> what is sleep i, I know no. <laughs> rest get some rest yeah i did see the cruella pi- cruella picture mm-hmm. very exciting Came out fun. Love that it. was just so laura's been shooting we should do a content day yeah definitely yeah. yeah we should it'd be fun to do we could do um some stuff in december when i get back to you do some yeah that would be fun stuff. laura's been shooting my content primarily for me and it's been awesome i got the new iphone that i just dropped on the ground and the, those photos from the iphone yeah right like crazy like yes. what do you even need and then the video we've been <laughs> shooting just used a little, little osmo little um go uh, gimbal thing and phew, looks fantastic right so great it's yeah, like, I, I don't have the... Four, is that So that's the 14? Ah, uh, yeah. The 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro thing. That's on the crown. <laughs> I have the 13 Pro that I've just been using for photos. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was thinking about doing the 14. But yeah, I mean, the phones are crazy with how, what they can what they can yeah, do. Yeah, no, it's <clears> been <throat> it's been wild. It's been fun to play with all that stuff. And then it's also cool, like, even just having a shoot day, especially with, like, Laura and then you know, anyone that wants to shoot with us because we just, like, chill and vibe and have fun all day and just get through a bunch of yeah. content and it's just fun you yes. know it makes it a more enjoyable experience it's not like oh you got to go to set and you know wait around for you know this and that and the other thing you just kind of like jump into it i usually have sets prepared ahead of time like the day before we did Cruella, i just set up the whole area for it and then as soon as it was done it took it all down <laughs> right right it's yep. good you're done yeah i can't i can't do so long days on set like i won't so much like especially when it's girl girl and you're just like how why how is it to get this long <laughs> how why and let's not do that it's so much and i feel like it's it, it is so much time to get through one video because it's yeah. like we do i do a con i can do a content day on my own and get through you know several right and do a content day with laura where she's shooting it for me and i just have to do like the, the setup and all that and she does my makeup and we get to chill then it's like well we get through like you know 10 times as much Right. And and you have a much better chill time doing it. Any time that you want to quit, you're just like, I'm done. I don't feel like doing it anymore. And I'm done. <laughs> That's a wrap, folks. <laughs> yeah. Let's order dinner and smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, it's good stuff. Well, yes. where can everybody find you on the internets? On the internets. Mm. Well, I do have a link tree, which is great. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, my Instagram is at evilongofficial. Mm-hmm. And in my bio is my link tree. Um, I'm on Twitter at evilongl. And we have only only fans. Fans too. Yeah, OnlyFans, mm-hmm. Eva Long XXX. Cool. That's fantastic. Get, make sure that you check her out because Eva is fantastic. And I think that we really should make content today. It'd be Definitely. Fun to do. It'd be fun to do is like some. Do you do any Dom type stuff, like Mommy Dom? Um, I haven't gotten the opportunity to. Ooh, like, yes. Yes. We can do like some Mommy Dom stuff, but we can do like some JOS and do other things. Oh, yeah. That would be super fun. Because we've, we've only shot together once and you were. Just my mom. Yeah. And I not my stepmom. I didn't get naked on your set. No, you didn't. <laughs> it was funny because I always tell people, like, like, how did she play your mom? Because she's like half your height. I was like, we never really stood next to each other. We were sitting in a car. <laughs> the car is my favorite. Or you're standing over me. Like... Or like you and, yeah, because you guys are sitting on the couch and then Brad and I are mad parents. All <laughs> like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> so it looks like they're looking down yeah. at us. And meanwhile, like, Ella and I are like way up here. <laughs> like as tall as Brad almost. <laughs> yeah. Like, Yes. Oh my god. Oh, that good was stuff. such a trip. I can't that day. You want to talk about long set days. I feel like I still owe you money for that day. That was a long day, wasn't it? But you know what? When you're when it's a when it's around certain people, somehow it's better. It's it easier. Faster, it was yeah. fine. And then yeah. the and the pictures were fun. I think remember we took pictures at the end like family photo pictures. <laughs> were hilarious. In the garage in front of the white screen. Yeah. We're all just like <laughs> David, I'll have to find some of these photos instead of to remind me. <laughs> we, it's freaking amazing. It's so good because it was like um, in the movie Step Brothers, they had like all the promotional stuff was very much that old, like weird family photos. Yeah. From the 90s, 90s or 80s. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so funny. I think we recreated it very good. I think it was really fun. I mean, hey, it was nominated for featurette that year. Yeah, that was awesome. That was pretty fun. I knew it wasn't going to win. It's just fun to be mentioned to it's be fun like, to be. Thing. Yeah, it was the first thing. <laughs> like, and now I've done nothing productive since then, <laughs> as far as ABN worthy. Right. I have all these ideas. I'm like, I want to write so many scripts and blah 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 blah. And then I'm like, oh, the podcast. <laughs> Way better. It's actually, it's way better. Actually, way I really better, love girl. Because it. it reminds so me good. of all the things I loved about camming, which was just like sitting there and talking with people, especially when I had other cam girls with me. We would just have conversations like with each other and with other people. And oh my God, before I forget and we leave, what? We'll, we'll give your links again at the end. I forgot. We never get these. So this is very monumental. We got a I'm voice agent. message. Oh. We never get them. So. This is from John. Hello, Molly. This is John, a longtime fan, first time voice messenger. I really appreciate all your hard work on the content and on the podcast. I love seeing you and Laura together. Uh, You're the Wonder Twins, in my opinion. Quick question for you. Uh, I was just wondering for content, if there's any special exercises or stretches that you do to prep it. I'm always interested in the behind the scenes. Uh, Hope you're having the most wonderful weekend. You've earned it. And I look forward to hearing you on the podcast. You are so sweet, John. Thank you so much. Uh, That's actually a really good question. Right? Like, it wasn't like, 
How many fingers can you fit in your ball? <laughs> I don't know. I've never tried before. Let's <laughs> try right now. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> um, so stretches before. So I like to do where you sit on the ground, and it's basically like I cannot do the splits, but you sit on your butt, and I spread my legs as far as I can, and I kind of like just lean forward. I would show you. Okay, hang on. <laughs> so it's like this but imagine more spread but i can't spread more because there's chair right and then you lean forward like this but you're on the ground does that make sense are you following me because that really stretches out like your hips and your booty yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah, girl. and then the more that you kind of slowly stretch that way the lower you can get and the further you can spread your legs as well. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of good because as far as like bending over, if you're doing like toy riding or even, you know, I'm sure like boy oh, girl yeah. and boy, stuff like yeah. that, you got to stretch that out because let's be honest, like a lot of the times in porn, at least some porn that I've seen, women do a lot of work because that's the ad sellers bouncing on the neck yes. or like, you know, get your head motion. <laughs> 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 or just like you have to be bent over and your leg is up but you have to look at yeah the, you know what you i mean you gotta like look back you, at it you know you what i mean look back at it you got we have to have your you face in the shot even though we're focusing it. on your talk, vagina i think i talked about this with lauren phillips because it's always that weird thing of like look back at it when yeah, you're looking yeah. on it. like ew i don't want to look at you i'm looking at my ass like <laughs> so i like to uh i like to do that one um i also like to just stand up bend slowly forward like from your waist you kind of stretch out your lower back that way until you're all the way touching the floor and try to keep your legs as straight as you can kind of push your butt back so that your legs are really you know as straight as they possibly can be it stretches out your hammies and your glutes yep um and then of course lower back which is good yep um there's one i like to do where i stand like against a wall and just kind of put your arms up and keep your kind of like bend forward so you're stretching out kind of back here in your shoulders and your back and then you kind of just push your butt out from the wall and try to get your chest to touch the wall just a really one. good opener for for that so yeah that stretches i do if i get kind of especially on a big content day i like to break out the yoga wheel oh i just kind of yeah stretch that out i got a heated one too have Ooh. you ever tried a heated foam roller no you you want to try it when we're done rolling? maybe okay we can heat it up <laughs> Heck yes. Okay. So make sure to follow Eva on Instagram. Thank you so much, John Saul, for um, leaving your voice message. And I encourage everybody to leave voice messages. They're my absolute favorite. I love hearing your guys' and ladies' voices. And I love hearing your stories. You have a story to share. You have questions that you have about life, industry, relationships, any of that kind of stuff. Um, or if you need me to personally tell you to go to therapy and that's the push that you need call in you can also leave um, <laughs> yes. emails at twndpodcast at gmail.com if you hate the sound of your own voice much like i do but yeah i have a podcast so i think you can leave a voice message and <laughs> make sure that you share with a friend we hope to see you guys at avn and we'll see you i'll see you next week i mean not next week for me because i'm filming another one of these later but you'll see it next week and so i'll see you next week and we'll all see each other next week <laughs> but make sure you subscribe so we can see each other next week.